Hey guys, I want to take a second and remind you to check out our friends over at AJS Designs Boutique, where they make gifts for the ones that you love the most. They're awesome. They make anything from bow holders for your little girl to hat holders for your little man, shadow boxes, and so much more. They even make art display signs to show off your little Picasso's masterpieces. All the items are customizable. They're easy and fun to work with. Come up with a gift that's special for you or anyone that you love. Follow and like them on Instagram and their Etsy shop at AJS Designs Boutique and at AJS Designs on Pinterest. They just made some awesome stickers for us that we're so excited to get out to you guys. So again, follow them on Instagram and their Etsy shop at AJS Designs Boutique and at AJS Designs on Pinterest. Shows you guys fucking giggling. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my lord! <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. I am your host, Kyle Buck. I do have a co-host. His name is Nick Oaks. He's one of my best friends in the world. <laughs> I love it. What were we laughing at? Our producer and host with the most over here at Flyover Studios, BJ, the BJ. Um, anything goes here. We have some very fun things going on, some fun conversations all the time. It's where it's going. 060606. The mark of Take the out beast. the zeros. Yeah. That McDonald's is the devil. Uh, oh, God. The beach is like, real glad I gave these guys a show. Yes, sir. All right, y'all, we're going to get into the show here in just a second, but ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Wayne Pruitt. Oh, snap. I'm going to do this one first because cool. it's, it's a little shorter. And then after everyone's familiar with me, we'll do a longer song. Cool. <laughs> this is a little tune called The Struggle. At the end of the week, there ain't enough cash to compete with the price of gas, let alone the groceries and the bills. I'm a month behind on my rent, the money I make's already been spent, and most times I can't afford a decent me. So I work all the time. Try to get a little bit farther down the line Then I work some overtime I Try to make the ends meet Struggle just to keep them tight I got more than one mouth to feed Two dogs, a woman and me and all my friends <laughs> Gotta keep the lights turned on Gotta keep that water warm Gotta keep my baby turned on in the end So I work all the time I try to get a little bit farther down that line Then I work some overtime Try to make the ends meet, struggle just to keep them tied. Yeah, I work all the time. Try to get a little bit farther down the line. Then I work some overtime. Try to make the ends meet, struggle just to keep them tight. Try to get a little bit farther down the line. Try to make the ends meet, struggle just to keep them tight. 
Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. How you doing, Nick? Good, man. How's it good. going? Good, 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 good. Thomas, you can go have a seat, buddy. We'll get you down here on the couch, Mike. That was Thomas Wayne Pruitt, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he's a longtime friend of mine, um, Madison County favorite. Uh, you know, when, when when you think of going out to see, you know, country music in central Indiana, and you hear there's a Thomas Wayne Pruitt show going on, you're there. That's just kind of the kind of the way that works, and uh, we're very excited to get him in the studio today. Um, for you know, I, I think that you guys did just hear a song. Um, what you said that song was called "The Struggle," right? Yeah, absolutely. The Boom. struggle. Can you hear me? Check one two. Switching mics on you. Yep. Can get. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, so t- tell us a little bit about the song that we heard that. Oh God! <laughs> Gotta go through. <laughs> well, I guess we don't need to break See, down the. I don't know how to go the nitty gritty of it. Life, you know. <laughs> I guess that's true. So, so it, it was just written in a in a moment in time when that sort of right. F- that fell was out one of you. those songs that just came easy. I don't know. It's yeah. just one that just you strum and it sounds like that's what the guitars made to sound like. Yeah, so absolutely. The story kind of went with it. It's not one hundred percent based on a. Specific moment specific or facts yeah. of my life, but yeah. bits and pieces, and then make your story around. And it's also, that. and it's also a uh, you know, everyone can relate to that song regardless yeah. of of where you are. You know what I mean? You you could be, you could be, you know, I guess you know, white collar folks have their own struggles, I guess. But you know, a, anywhere on the spectrum, I think can relate to to, to a song like that. Man, that was I awesome. Like to, uh, a lot of my shows, I just start with that because it's comfortable and. Yeah. It's the end, it's like the first line at the end of the week, you know. All right, every Friday or Saturday, whatever yeah. time, there ain't enough cash to get through, but we're gonna have fun tonight. Yes, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's just the typical everybody's life. You work all week mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. barely make ends meet. So yeah. that's a good strategy. I think that that gets everybody's attention. They're all they all can relate to that. Gets their attention. They're interested on the rest of the show. Absolutely. Plus, when they hear the golden voice. Yeah, it's a good warm up song. It's hard to. Yeah, and and also you know, <laughs> and and at the beginning of the night, you know, not not everyone's all all you know, lubricated yet. The drinks are still getting started there. You know, sometimes you kind of kick it off a little bit, and you know what? One of the things I will say um, uh, is that you have a vast collection of original songs. I think the first time we met, we we've been friends for for a very long time, over 10 years now. Yeah. We met back in 2000 and, and I think it was like 2009. And uh I was <laughs> I working don't even at, remember. Yeah. I the only reason I remember that is because uh George I was working Smith. at the bank. That's when I first started working at the bank. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you came through I think to cash your check one day and had a Fender t-shirt on. I was like, "Hey man, I play guitar too." He's like, "Yeah, cool." And we knew some of the same people and <clears throat> I remember because my piano teacher was in there from when I was a little kid, George yeah. Smith. Oh, yeah. He had the piano place right down the street from our yeah. bank, which is now closed. I don't even know if the piano place is still going. Uh, I you know, I don't room, know. Hopefully. You knew him. Yeah. And he was right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hey, George. And he, <clears throat> telling him about me, you know, playing the guitar more than piano, whatever, because mm-hmm. I was... It's funny. I would take piano lessons, but I was learning to play the guitar on my own. My grandpa was sort of teaching me, getting me going. <clears throat> piano lessons, or it was just not, uh, I wasn't as interested in the piano after I got into the guitar. So I yeah. started taking my guitar to my piano lessons, and instead of me <laughs> playing piano lessons, I should be like, you play the piano, and I'll back you up on the guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which which you know that that's the other thing is is Thomas has piano chops. He's uh, he's you know tickled the ivory uh, quite a bit. Which which is uh, one of the reasons why I think we 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 became friends so quickly was just because we love trying out cool things with different instruments. You know what I mean? I think the first time you came over, you brought a banjo and a guitar, and you had asked me about Little Lion Man. The I, I I think that we that song Little Lion Man by Mumford and Sons was really big at the time. Yeah, and and you had mentioned it to me, and I'm like, ah, yeah, I guess I need to check it out. And then it, it, it and then it sort of came a 
came about that like I think I don't know maybe we tried to learn it or something and I was living with a buddy of ours uh and we had this music room we had a band never played a show I think we were gonna play a show that didn't end up working out but the three of us were playing some music there in the in the third bedroom man yeah somebody had drums I put up some speakers so we could be loud yep i had uh i had all those old instruments in there uh i hadn't i hadn't even done the the stampede thing yet that kind of came out like the what what kind of prompted me to want to start a band was a lot of the sessions that we had because i was like you know what because our schedules just didn't quite line up things sort of you know shifted and it was like you know what 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 can we do with this and then eventually i was just like "Eh, i'm gonna get on craigslist um you know because i i think uh, wasn't like Exit Twenty Two playing around that time? Yeah, yeah, that was right a- before they changed the numbers. Right? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we we made up the band. Like yeah. me and my cousin, he lived in Pendleton. I lived yeah. in Anderson. So shout out was, Sam Kellermeyer. Yeah, that was yeah, Sam, Sammy K. Sammy K. So the exit you would get off to go to either Anderson or Pendleton was Exit Twenty Two. Yeah. Like that's our band. <laughs> and then so we had that going for like maybe six months, and they're like, <laughs> you know, they're changing it, right? Like, what? Yeah. Now it's Exit 222. Yeah. People yeah. still bring that up. Were you in that band, Exit 222? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. I didn't quite nope. go off the tongue as well. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they were actually our tribute band, uh, is Exit 222. Yeah. 22, yeah. <laughs> 22 definitely sounds better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but but one of the things that really struck me about um, when we first got together and started playing music is you just had song after song that that you were pulling out that that you had written when did you you know get that drive to start writing your own was it you know shortly after learning to play the instruments or was it kind of right from the get-go uh it's weird because i always hated singing like growing up yeah i I just never liked it my older siblings sang together all the time and i would learn to play guitar kind of behind them with them and that was I just wanted to play the guitar, but I got to a point where I was like, I don't know what songs to play. Like, I don't want to just go learn songs. Uh, I I don't really have a broad spectrum of music that I was into. Mm -hmm. I was just interested in music in general, playing the guitar, because I just kind of grew up with bluegrass and church music, basically. So I I would hear stuff on the radio, but have no idea how to make it an acoustic version sure you know so that yeah. didn't seem possible to me then so i was just learning to play the guitar so i would just make stuff up and then making up little chord progressions or <clears throat> melodies i just started making up words because i was like this sounds like it should be a song so i just started making up my own songs yeah when i was like 11 years old like, trying to learn the guitar i basically learned songwriting with Learning the guitar, oh, that's kind awesome. of hand in hand. That doesn't always happen that way. You, you usually you hear of people that like became songwriters because like maybe they just started writing poems or they just started writing lyrics in general and didn't and then eventually learned an instrument to put an application to it. But it's very it's very uncommon to hear that sort of like parallel growth yeah. within the two. And that's that that's what. Do you remember the name of the first song you ever wrote? Yeah. What, what was the name it of it? Was called. <laughs> It still is called this old guitar. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, we I've played heard it a one. few times, actually. You ban- yeah. banjoed it I up did. with me. I did. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, we we man, we had some fun back in the day. <laughs> I there was there was a point in like my twenty twelve to twenty fourteen that like my highlight of the week was going to play banjo. With Thomas, and it was, it, it was so it's it, it still is a whole lot of fun when we get together and uh, and go play. I don't I don't get to play the banjo as much as I used to, but uh, but man, we we had a whole lot of fun. Um, and some of those originals were you know just some of my all time favorites. Yep. Um, hey, so um, do you like uh, writing more than like performing, or do you do you like the performing part more? Well, that's interesting because i mentioned i hated singing <clears throat> growing up well i didn't even like it when i was writing songs all through high school i felt like it was so weird but that was my thing so i'll just whatever embrace the weird <clears throat> Absolutely. so i would just write songs about stuff in my life all my life you know and i feel like also as a younger kid 
I had a little bit more of a like an open creative mind to make up stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, while I would be writing songs about things in my life, but then the older I get, it's like, man, I get so many things that I've been through. Mm-hmm. I don't need to create stories. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a life full Absolutely. of them. But it took a long time of just playing my songs for people, like friends, just sitting in rooms. I'd take my guitar. To, I wasn't afraid to play. Yeah, I would take my guitar to school and sing my new songs for my friends, even though I thought... I wasn't that great. I just, it was fun, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so my whole life has been like that. My first show, I moved to Nashville right when I graduated high school, which uh, may not have been the best idea, but it led me to here. So whatever. Yeah, I kind of went down there with not having a clue about professional music, I guess. Now, did, if, when you went <clears throat> down there, did you... Where were you um, going down there with just like you know y- your guitar in a dream, or or was it something to where you were like um, I'm going to you know, or or was there anyone that you had talked to prior? Like what sort of what sort of shift was it? Was it something that you just kind of you know the arrow was drawn? It's time to launch and see where it lands. Sort At of situation? some point earlier earlier in the year. <clears throat> um. Like spring, I'm thinking, I had went to a songwriting competition in Nashville. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> it was like in a hotel in like the lobby. So like people, you stayed at this hotel. There was like, they blocked off some of the streets and it was sort of like a festival type deal. Okay. But the songwriting competition part was its own little thing as part of this bigger okay. event. <clears throat> so... You weren't just stuck in the hotel doing that, but um, they like had speakers come in from different like oh. BMI to tell you like what those ASCAP and people do, gotcha. and then they had uh, some songwriters who had hits get out industry you, big you know, wigs and talk about the marketing and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, basically tell you how hard it is. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Which I never do. <clears throat> I just love, it's like, you know, I don't do it because I hope something ever comes of it. Like, as far as success, to me, just yeah. it's success to just do it and be able to share it with my friends mm-hmm. and anybody who cares, that's cool. Um, but I did this. It wasn't really like you won something in that competition. Uh maybe small little nothing it's like but, a showcase as a songwriter showcase sort yeah of thing. So just to be able to meet people so Absolutely, like yeah. a networking type of yeah yeah they actually gave us a list of like 50 hooks uh like little word phrases that made oh, sense like i remember the i don't remember how to play the song i wrote but i remember the hook i took was called losers never win like so it was lines like that <laughs> and uh, you had gotcha. to pick one and write a song and then we all played them the next day and they picked Oh, so, one so, or two so they winners. gave you like a prompt. <clears throat> yeah, so it we actually a, wrote one there. So, oh, so they, they, it was they gave like you a like workshop. a workshop. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Was it just a lyrical prompt or did they give you a musical one as well? No, just it. You had to pick. So yeah. it was a bunch of this, just phrases. It wasn't like a whole line. Gotcha. 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 That's awesome. That's so. And so, how long did you have to write it? Uh, just the rest of that day. Until, oh, okay. you know, the night. You, gotcha. know, you got, had that night, and then in the morning we all kind of oh, played them. Okay, that's cool. But it was cool to do that. And I had met someone there who was like a talent manager, yeah. sort of, which there's probably millions oh, of. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. was really interested in trying to help me get somewhere, which is really out of everyone's control. Yeah. <laughs> no individual person, I feel like, can get you in any specific doors. It just collective trying is all yeah. you can do but yeah no doubt that didn't really turn out to be anything other than a life experience which yeah. being down in nashville missing all my friends and families when i wrote another song of mine yeah. missing everybody called indiana man yeah absolutely which <laughs> which uh <coughs> which, which was one. on your first record um uh no that one wasn't on there i just uh, oh oh I sing it? it all the time no. oh i could have sworn that was on there well it, it it uh it certainly deserves you know to be on a recording of some kind, which, which that song is fantastic, Indiana Man. Um, now, so when when we 
like when we talk about songwriters, there's there's one of those things that kind of comes to our mind. You know, like we we have um, you know anyone from you know Cat Stevens to Bob Dylan to you know even you know Jimi Hendrix and the like, or even you know when you talk about Mozart and whatnot, there's always there's always something that sort of that drives the artist, whether it be, you know, um, uh, motivations of fame or whether it be motivations of, uh, of whatever else. But one of the things that, that, you know, drives um, Thomas and one of the reasons why I've always been sort of drawn to his music is, is just because, like he said earlier, his, his draw has never been about, like, I'm going to go out and be the... the biggest you know i i'm I'm gonna go out and run around with the most clout in the room but at the same time i'm gonna show up with a way better written song than than you and it's like one of those things that that like he's he's like i'm gonna say it for him because i know that he's not that he's not gonna say it about himself but i i have met a lot of songwriters in the time that i've been in music over the last you know 10 plus years that it i'm yet to meet a better songwriter than thomas wayne Pruitt. I agree. And so, performer. Shoot. Yeah. Just, you seem you. so natural. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it just seems like you're 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 talking to us as if and not just us, like everybody that's in the crowd, wherever you're at, it's like they're all your friends and you're yeah. and you're just you're just out there talking and performing, like you said. Most of them are my friends. It's yeah. funny because you were talking about something earlier about uh What was it? I don't know, but it made me think like just one of the last shows I had, the people sitting right up front, like the first thing they said was like, well, you're not going to blare us out, are you? Like being too loud, like <clears throat> being like volume control and just yeah. trying to be, I don't know. But I was like, that's one of the things I hear a lot <laughs> is people worried about that. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, no, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to keep it well within well within range and also you know when i do get loud it it you know it's for emphasis you know what i mean it's one of those things that that in those times when you do kind of rock out and let loose you know what i mean it it just it just makes it that much um more fantastic which is why i'm reiterating to the people you need to go see thomas wayne pruitt when you can um because like you know you 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 say that you're you know fans are your friends and it's the other way around is that not only do your friends come out and support you because they truly love your talent but also those that show up to the shows you know meet those that come to the shows and they they have the TWP shirts on and they have the hats on and they have the <laughs> the, the 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 gear on and whatnot and you know it's one of those things that especially in a gear like this there's a camaraderie that comes along you know with that sort of experience and so you know when you get a chance i know it's it's whatever you know, wear your mask if you need to get out, but you know, go see a Thomas Wayne Pruitt show. Um, but so, so we talked a little bit about, um, you know, the, you know, origins of, of how you got into songwriting. How do most songs hit you? Do, 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 or do they hit you? Do you sit down to write a song when you're like, I haven't written in a while? How does that work? Mm. <clears throat> I feel like we could talk forever about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, we started out like, okay, I wanted to play guitar first. I yeah. hated hated singing. Like while I was in Nashville, I did a little bit of like a vocal coaching just mm-hmm. to make you know help me know for sure what I was doing when I was right. singing, and not just be so shy about it, which helped me a lot. But then when I moved back here and tried to play some shows in some local bars, it's like, oh, all I had was like you know fifty songs that I had written that maybe they would want to hear ten of them. <clears throat> and yeah, I didn't have any catalog of songs people knew so i went on this whole other adventure of having to learn cover songs just for entertainment purposes which broadened my spectrum of how i wanted to write songs not you know different genres like I, i try not to limit everything to one sound but as far as how my songs hit it's always different i feel like it's always a surprise and yes i've sat down to write songs and Pretty much every time I do that, I come up with nothing. It's like you can't force yeah. that to happen. I mean, but you have to sometimes force yourself to write some stuff that's not good. Yeah. 
to get to something that is good. Yeah, absolutely. But then other songs, like one of your favorites later on. Oh, yeah. That one hit me in a 15-minute shower. Like, yeah. I just, I don't know why. I, the whole joke of the song yeah. hit me, and I was like, that, yeah. that would be so easy. And then the play on it, it words. Just came, it just came out. The whole story absolutely. fell into place. Um, one of the later songs I wrote, I call it Do Without. It's really like a weird, funky, do what you can. Um, yeah. It's got a r- really funky beat to it. Like, But I made that up in my car on my way home from work one day. So yeah. it was like 30 minutes. I just had this weird... What, rhythm in my head what do you what what do you call that if you had to explain that to someone who didn't know what it was like to have a song hit them to to come what, what like how would you ex- explain that to someone like like where where does that come from for you um i feel like there's a handful of different different feelings there one i would say it's a feeling like um like the holy ghost yeah in a way you sure. just get this feeling of like uh inspiration i don't know if you've ever just had sort of a melody if you're in a certain mood maybe you're working out and you can just hear like some boom you know you just yeah. got this going in your head but there's no words to it right but you've got this rhythm that you're living to in that moment and you can almost hear it yeah it's a, almost like a feeling in that that way you can just hear how you feel sort of like theme background music to your life at that moment and it's like that's all i get sometimes so it's just sort of a musical vibe like it might be kind of rocking it might be slow and sad just but it's almost like if someone was just playing music behind me with no words to describe how i'm feeling yeah sometimes i feel like you could just hear that in the nothingness yeah absolutely and and other times i feel like it's you literally have a good idea that you want to build a song around and you have to tell the story and it has to be that story or it's not the same good idea you know so it's like coming up with a story to tell and then also like the later on song it's like coming up with a joke but then you really kind of come up with the punchline first and you have to build the joke. Yeah, absolutely. So it hits you different. You know, some songs I write purely out of the feel and I have to make up the words and they could be anything at that point because it's, it's all about the music and then other songs are based all about the story or the, the punchline. Yeah. And and at that point, the music becomes the glue to the story. It's how the story is held together is is where the music comes in. Yeah, and that's that that, that's such a such a cool thing. And I think that um, we'd we'd like to hear another song from you. Uh, So you you want to let's do we want to hit pause real quick and help him let him set up for another song. You can go ahead and set up. Okay. Well, let's talking. Yeah. Um, uh, What do you want to play? What do you want to hear? Well, I think we, we were just talking about later on and the and the joke and the and the joke of that. I think that'd be uh I think that'd be a lot of fun if uh I was gonna say that if you'd oblige. Well, you know, we're not on a time limit, I don't think. Well, we're on a general time limit. I, I don't know that we need to <laughs> BJ usually lets us know when we get around an hour. Well, food time time limit. Yeah, we're about we're about twenty five in, so we're cool. right where we need to be at. Sweet. See, I just get feelings about it now, Nick. It's it's weird. Like I can't like <laughs> I I'm like, man, that felt like I don't know, forty three minutes and you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're right at forty five. I'm like, Yes. Dude, this is the easiest episode for me. No looking shit up. Yeah, no oh yeah, this. yeah. We, we we yeah, we took it easy on you tonight, but <laughs> I get I get this beautiful man staring at me singing at me. I mean, come on. <laughs> He's an interesting He's an interesting oh, man. Yeah. You did place the mic in front of you. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> He did. Yeah, that's why that happened. Yeah, and I just realized that once he said it, I was like, "Shit!" I just made that joke, and he's staring right at me. <laughs> Look into my Ooh. eyes. All right. Well, I'll give you a little bit of this song called "Later On." Like I said, this one was basically built like a joke. 
and it's got a punchline at the end, but I have to go through the whole story to get there, so hope you catch it. about my life I don't think twice about it I'd rather hear the truth than hear a lie and I like the peace and quiet you don't have to scream and shout it I think I'm calling it a night and later on I'll kiss you later on I'll hold you tight later on I'll love you later on some other time well when you get to pouting that's when i get to shouting somehow you crawl beneath my skin and when you get to fussing that's when i get to cussing time after time and time again so later on i'll kiss you Later on, I'll hold you tight Later on, I'll love you Later on, some other time When I got home from work I could smell the dinner cooking Before I ever reached the door she was happy, she was cheery, she was smiling, she was merry I've never seen her act this way before I think to myself, girl, what happened to you? There's only one thing left for me to do I laid her on the coffee table then later on the bedroom floor Later on that kitchen counter Then later on came back for more Later on I kiss you Later on I hold you tight Later on I'll love you Later on some other time Yeah later on Later on. Yee Ladies and gentlemen, yes. The Later on. Man, what a great song. Like, see, you you hear songs like that and and you you know you're like like that that reminds me of like a John Prine style song. Like like John Prine wrote joke songs that turned into great Americana songs, great American just songs and 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 songs like that i think are you know like it, right in that same vein like 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 right there it's a very unique way to tell a story yeah 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 absolutely um let's yeah let's let's get you back on the get you back on the couch and let's talk a little bit about get my uh, back on the couch yeah get you back on the later on lay them feet on. on the floor though <laughs> yeah yeah yes feet back on the couch on the feet on the floor yeah yeah, yeah there we go actually that actually that doesn't I don't know that we want to. That reminds me okay. of a right. song I wrote. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Keep your head on your shoulders <laughs> and your feet on the ground. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. <laughs> so let's let let's talk about what. Oh, um, so you do have one. Uh, I guess you you have released one record, or is that like an EP for you? Is that a like uh, so, just a man is what is what I'm referencing. Right. Is that a, would you call that an album? How many songs were on that? I think that yeah, was like eleven. Eleven. Oh yeah, that's a record. That's definitely a record. A record, record, a record, record. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's... And there was a solo acoustic, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was it like putting that acoustic, together? Acoustic. Um, it was kind of weird. Recording for me is the hardest thing. It's the weirdest part. Yeah. We've got you working double time. We've got you sitting on the couch talking to us, and then we're like, hey, get up and dance, monkey dance. <laughs> right. I feel like I'm, my, like I said, my own worst critic, so I just judge my music to death when I'm yeah. listening back to a record, and people are just like, well, we just want to hear the song. Like, we don't even care if you mess up. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, like, picking out every little problem. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it, that was, like, the hardest thing for me. I love it. It's fun, but... 
I feel like it's never done. Yeah. It's never mm-hmm. ready. So <clears throat> it's weird. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. That's uh that's you know part of that's part of making a product, you know what I mean? A, a painter, um, you know, getting a painting ready to sell, or an artist, you know, making a record, or a comedian recording an album. You know, it's it, it's one of those things that when you are getting to the point of finalizing the production for, you know, release to the public, you want it as good as it can be in your head. But because we are the creators of said thing, you know, to us, we always have those little those little tinkering that we want to do. We're like, ah, I needed, you know, yeah. I really could have <clears throat> sang this line better or, you know, something like that. With, Cause I've, I've listened to that. So is, is it available? Like, like can you buy that yeah. online? Or, okay. That, that's an album. Thomas Wayne Pruitt is my name. The album is just a man. And it's available on iTunes mm-hmm. uh, to download. If you want it for yourself, yeah, go All, get it. It's also on the touch tunes. If you're at the bars and want to hear that's one of right. those songs. So it's, on the oh, jukeboxes, nice. so yes. <clears throat> you can find it. Uh, it's not like a lot of the places around my hometown, Anderson. Mm-hmm. It's already there, ready to go. But you can search it, and some of them would have to download to. Oh, gotcha. gotcha like when gotcha. it's a new song, mm-hmm. it has to cue it to the. Yeah, and they have to update place, it and whatnot. You yeah. can find it on yeah, there so just to hear it while you're out shooting pool and drinking beer. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So go out to your uh, go out to your local watering holes if they have a touch tunes and they don't have Thomas Wayne Pruitt. Be like, you know, what the hell? Let's get this. Uh, let's get this update and get some Thomas Wayne Pruitt. The last on here. song you just heard later on is on there. Absolutely. <clears throat> that one I did add some other things like bass and a banjo. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so. Whole lot That's of fun. fun. So, so when do you have any? Because that. That's like what three years old, right? I think it's like five oh, years really? old. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, okay. I know I'm behind. Yeah, no, 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 no. I've got well, a lot of songs, but yeah, <laughs> since and, then that I need to be having out. But every time I start recording, it's like phew, doesn't go the direction I'm wanting. Or, yeah. And then life happens and it gets put on hold, and then you sure. feel like, well, just start over. By then, you got twenty new songs that you want to do, anyways. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you need <clears throat> so to. It's a hard uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. And and you can do a lot with. I mean, for the folks at home, the quality sound you're getting is 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 Thomas standing in a room playing into just one mic. Like that is how good you know he sounds live in a room. And I I uh, you know any uh, um, anyone out there uh, <laughs> in this room or not that has some that has some ability to get some records down, this guy would definitely. Uh, um be be a guy to put on record so when we when we talk about like a year like this like and this was this was another reason why i wanted to uh have have not only um uh a a musician here to talk about this but but you specifically because you know we have had so many cool conversations in the past in a year like this what what was sort of your um, be, because everyone who played live music out was kind of slammed to a halt. Like, h- how long did, did you go without playing this year? Well, all spring. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, well, because I, I, I think... I had I, a neighborhood party when we were first allowed to do kind of things outside. Gotcha. I invited all my neighbors... Yeah. To just cut, go outside. I was gonna set up in my driveway and just blare it, so oh, they didn't have awesome. to. They didn't have to come out, out of their yard down there to yeah. my house, but they all did. They all sat in theirs, and you know, friends came and sat in my driveway. The, that is so for, cool. It was like the first social distancing, rather than just stay at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> because and, during all that stay home, I tried doing like some of the live yeah I Facebook I, yeah, feeds. Yeah, I remember and that. It's so hard because it's like you stop and it's like. Oh, Yep, I'm still sitting here in my house with nobody. <laughs> and I, I'm not really set up for that to see what people are saying and to communicate while I'm doing it. I've just, mm-hmm. I never got into doing that. So it was really yeah. difficult for me. I just basically put the camera over there and I stood over here and, hey. Yeah. I know, I know you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. So that first driveway party was awesome. Yeah. Except I had one idiot neighbor somewhere i think it was in the next neighborhood 
called the cops because the cop came. It was like, oh, someone called. You're going to have to turn it down a little. What? <laughs> oh, like, my oh. God. It, if nothing more than this year, yeah. definitely wasn't starting my to get back together. <laughs> you got to have a dick somewhere out there. Yeah. Or Karen. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing probably yeah, Karen. Karen. <laughs> yeah. Or a couple, a dick and Karen. Um, yeah. But, like, it definitely wasn't my grandma because she can't hear shit. Uh, she probably had no idea it was happening. <laughs> she, 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 lived, uh, she lives near where they used to live. Um, so when, so you, you go months and months without playing, which is odd for you. That's kind of a, you know, that, that, that's an odd thing to go that long without playing out. How great was that first show back out in front of people? What was that like? Uh, it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, just that's what you need is yeah. the music is there for the people but the people are there for the people giving the music because it, it i can't give something to no one yeah you know what i mean um so it works both ways i guess mm -hmm. as far as i need people into what i'm doing yeah. Just as much as they they need me to be doing what they're into me doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's so a, it's it, it's a it's losing a, either side just sucks. It, yeah, it just yeah, it just doesn't have the same effect. Absolutely. So so did did you feel a pressure to create then? In the in the quarantine, like the like did you feel like, well, I've got this time off. I, you know, have to, you know, write more or I have to you know, practice all the time. Did you feel that pressure, or or did you see it as a break? I don't know. I also kind of have to do my own construction work to sure. make ends meet between the music shows. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Strangely enough, I that never slowed down. Okay. So I was oh, super That's super the, yeah. busy. <laughs> gotcha. With you know normal life job stuff. <clears throat> So I felt like I never had a break. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people who had time off of work and yeah. even got paid for it. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no I, I, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I guess I was just coming from a uh, from a mu musical standpoint. You know, I did you, feel you, like when I came back, I needed to have just something else. Yeah. I couldn't just come back as if that time wasn't in between mm -hmm. like nothing happened yeah and just come back with the exact same show same set list you know like I, yeah whether it be writing a few new songs or learning a few new songs that are just far out songs that i hadn't ever covered before just to give some people something else to hear yeah but just trying to put together something a little different of a show as always on a musician's on artist's mind, yeah, you know, you don't want to just become a good a artist, repetitive. And a good musician, so mind. yeah. I guess I didn't feel the pressure like since I had time off, but that's always the pressure. You mm -hmm. don't want to be repetitive, yeah, mm -hmm. stagnant, so. yeah. <clears throat> oh, but you know, at the same time, you and I can attest to we've seen those bands and those those artists and folks that that do have the same thirty songs they play for you know, three hours, you know, um, and it's just like, we, you know, we, 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 we've seen those shows and people just, I, I see people have a hard time getting excited about those shows. And so I, I think that it's really refreshing, um, for, you know, artists like yourself to, to feel that, to feel that, you know, value of, of not having a, you know, um, stationary sort of, sort of set and presentation. Right. Is there is there anyone uh now you you are a big um Eric Church fan. Yeah. And you actually wrote a tribute song um to Eric Church. Tell, tell us about that. Or or I guess about Eric Church using his songs. Right. So that was right at the end of recording the last album I did, Just a Man. And so back then he had just came out with his Outsiders album. So that's like, he's already had two or three albums out now. And I'm like, what? I'm a lazy slacker. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> I don't get to do that all the time. Yeah. So I've always liked his music. Um, and it's been sort of an inspiration on my sound and my energy. Um, but he seems to be underplayed for the world uh, as far as commercial radio goes. Yeah. 
But I remember thinking on the way to or from work, like, I just want to hear that new church song that one of those on the Outsiders album, like, play one. Because it's always the same 10 songs every hour. <clears throat> and uh, I thought, well, that'd be a good idea. So there's another version of how I came up with a song. I just thought, mm-hmm. I want to hear a church song. Well, why not write, like, kind of write my own church song in a way? I was like, I'll write a song about me wanting to hear an Eric Church song and call it I Want to Hear a Church Song. Only oh, I'm nice. going to take every song title from all of his albums he has out up until The Outsiders there that I could think of and work into each and every line. So I wrote a song out of all his song titles. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's <clears throat> wow. actually, it's actually a great song. And, uh, um, uh, yeah, that, uh, and that's on, is that on that just a man record? Yep. So, so, uh, yeah, uh, go, go, go get that. And you guys, will, you guys will be able to hear that song. It's a fantastic song. Um, that actually not only uses song titles, but it uses actually like some melodies from his songs, like, like not not in like a you know copy written sort of way it, right. it, it fits the new melody of the song but in the key of the new song but it just sort of is a tribute to his you know melody right. in, in that and that's that that's so cool and hard to do um some people who, who aren't songwriters you know are are like that's a, that's a really hard thing to do to to, to limit yourself to uh, someone else's song titles that don't have anything to really do with each yeah. other i had to have one in every line that was my goal yeah i couldn't have a line without one yeah or it wouldn't count that's awesome <laughs> that's super cool do you always do original uh songs like when you're out performing or do you throw in some covers every now and then i mix it up i try to keep it original so people are coming to hear me right and my music but people like music it's not just my music and mm-hmm. i like other people's music so I, I like to throw in some of my favorite songs that i would like to play other than my own for people to hear or just surprise people with something <laughs> that they may have never even heard <clears throat> do some old Oh no! Yeah, crazy stuff. <laughs> well, so so just as as kind of a testament to that, um, Thomas actually won WFMS's homegrown headliner contest last year, yeah. which was which was super super cool. Um, what was that process like? Was that something that like you know so someone in your camp like like submitted you, or did someone else nominate you, or like how did that go? Um, how did that get started? I I feel like. A couple of my friends had heard about it, maybe on the radio. My mom heard about it. She was like, you need to sign up for this. But you just sign up for it. Gotcha. And then you had to make a, like a little video of you singing a song. It could be live. It could be all produced and recorded. I mean, it just had to be you doing it, <laughs> yeah. music. And your fans had to go on and vote for you. And you could vote so many times a day. So you get as many people as you can voting every day. For like a month, and at the end of the month, whoever had the most votes on their video got to go open up a show. It was at the Pan Am Plaza, right? Yeah, that's where it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was uh, that was so cool because you know, like when when you went on and looked at the pavilion. array. Y- yes, that's, <laughs> that's right. The pavilion. Yeah, yeah. The Pan Am Pavilion. <laughs> that's right. I'm taking myself back. Yeah, as far Brett Young was there. Yeah, and uh, Riley Green. He was sort of just coming out mm-hmm. and then there was another band they had a big name i can't remember the whole name yeah oh yeah it was a long name mm-hmm. i yeah i remember it. So, yeah <laughs> yeah well in and, and what was so cool is that you know when 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 you looked at the like i don't know there were maybe like 12 you know entrants <clears throat> or whatever 12 contestants and each one of them really had this sort of like you know, someone put a, a couple grand into making a video or like building a building a sort of brand or like you know that there was a real sort of like marketing sort of weird edge on them. But you know, Thomas was the what was I'm the one sure guy I who just that. showed up with a with, with a guitar and played a song, and everyone's like, "All right, cool, yeah, this is awesome." The struggle, I think, is the video I made and my wife. Oh. I just went right out my front door. We didn't have a very good background set up. So I was like, I'll just sit in front of the white garage door. It'll be fine. I played it one time. Like, she just hit record, played it, just yeah. like I just did here, The Struggle, the first yeah. song. And that's the one that 
turned out good. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I and and d- I think four songs for at the yeah. opening of the show. Yeah, and, and there were and and that was that was a that was a, I mean uh, there were a few thousand people at that show. I mean that was a that was a big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was awesome. And I that was like that was like over the winter last year, right? Was that winter last year? Nope, it was. So not this past summer, but the summer before. Oh my goodness! That time that just, contest a weird was thing. in spring or something, and yeah. I think that show. I want to say it was like in late summer or fall. Okay, I don't know. Um, but but yeah, no, it's that's uh so yeah, I mean that's that's such a cool thing to have, you know, to 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 have that those sort of accolades because you you know going up against your competition, you just took one of your your best simplest songs and. Uh, you know, put it out there. Um, and, and, and I remember a lot of times, Nick, we went to a, uh, you guys came to a comedy show and I remember, uh, uh, um, you telling us kind of, uh, I I think I sat you guys at the same table Mm -hmm. and I think that was like either right as that was sort of happening or like, um, had just happened. And I remember, you saying that like did someone come up to you and like tell you that like i don't know you had gotten like some like a lot more votes than anyone else or like did someone from the radio tell you that i could be making this completely up i feel like i remember that conversation mm, i don't remember no okay i don't know I, <laughs> there was a lot of votes yeah, there was yeah. a couple of us and i also drank a lot of there. whiskey that night yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> um but yeah how, how much time we got bj where are we at uh we're right at fifty minutes. We're right at fifty minutes. Damn. Do do you want to play two songs? Take us out. Sure. Okay. Well, one question. You can say yeah. no. <laughs> one 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 question for you. Desert Island. What album are you bringing for the rest of eternity? <laughs> That's, yeah. This is the second time I've heard of this Desert Island question. Well, we used to do it on our old show all the time, which was you know one you had to bring one book, one album, and one um, movie to watch. I just watched some weird movie. I think it's called Green Room or something. Yeah. Where like the these punk rockers get in the wrong place and they're trying to kill them. Like it's weird, but oh <clears throat> shit. Movie was weird, but they had an interview like doing something like this and they're like Desert Island. <laughs> I was like, what? What are they asking them? What? Because they were just starting naming music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my music to bring with me, huh? <clears throat> so. I've never been asked, so this is because it's something I have to live with, like, forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. I know it seems cheesy and cliche-ish, but I would have to take the Beatles, because they got such a broad sound and so many songs. Like it, I feel like you could live forever on all their music and not be bored. Like, like, yeah, like, like, like a greatest hits sort of, like... Beatles top it they, they, they have I the the Beatles anthology is one of the greatest collections of any music I've I've ever heard um that's a great call I agree I totally agree with that um but uh Nick do you do you have anything else oh I'm probably taking Mike huh Michael Jackson oh I just wanted to throw that out there I was I'd probably take my all the way from little Mike to big Mike you only get one yeah you get one record I'm oh one record yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, so you can't just say all the Beatles. He, yeah, he yeah. said the Beatles. Record, one album. He said the Beatles, so I thought well, I could say Mike. I, I gave him the benefit oh, of the well. doubt calling it the anthology. Okay, Ooh, but do you want to change it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthology is one album. Technically, yeah. Yeah, so that one can count. So you could get history or something. Mm. Well, that's a different question for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Do, do, do you want to change your answer to a different album? Hmm. Well, to pick a specific Beatles album, I couldn't do because I like... Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah. So that makes it different. Yeah. Do, do you have an album maybe See? by by another artist that you want to? Is there any other album by any other? <laughs> really, the first album I fell in love with, And really, that got me into Eric Church's music was his chief album. Like, okay, that album I felt like was badass from the beginning to the end. Like, it would end and start over, and you felt like it was still going. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, I'd have to say that one. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> um, 
Nick, <laughs> Nick, have you come up with an album yet? Oh, no. I'm taking scary jungle sounds. Scary jungle sounds. That like, way, if that way, if I can have tigers projecting out, that way <laughs> tigers won't come this way. Hey, I mean, that's but, uh, that's a hell of an answer. I've um, asked that probably like 50 times through all the other shows or whatever, and have great answers. And I was <laughs> like, I might need to protect myself. You didn't say there would be tigers on a desert island. There's lions, <laughs> tigers, and bears. Oh, oh my. my. <laughs> It's a it's a one it's a it's a magical island. And you don't have a volleyball to hang out with either. <laughs> Are there mushrooms on these islands? Well, we will find some. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, man, I think I would probably take. Um, geez, that's a hard question to answer. Yeah, um, it is. I think In that, such short time. Yeah, I think that I'm probably going to take. Um, Tom Petty's Wildflowers. That would that would be a solid choice for me. Because you think about staying away from something sad because you're by yourself, yeah, so you've got to be careful about yeah. that. And, well, you know, it's, it's got it's got a good mix of stuff. No, that's why Tom think, Petty's yeah. like won't back down, you yeah. know, things like that. Is mm-hmm. it on Wildflowers? No, that, that that's not on Wildflowers. But Wildflowers has like uh, has um, uh, Mary Jane last dance. No, it's it's got. Uh, you don't know what it's like to be me. Uh, okay. To, uh, yes. Uh, to be king it's got wildflowers it's got um time to move on bunch of great tracks um but yes i i think tom petty's wildflowers would probably be my would be my taker um i got it what's up little john get crunk okay just, he's just having parties really 24 7 he's he's gonna just be having this like this weird like 3 a.m i mean girls gone wild commercial in his head if <laughs> it's a, if it's a desert island you, you're gonna have to hunt you're gonna have to get your own food you're gonna have to build your like you're gonna you're gonna need you're gonna need some what? energy <laughs> exactly okay <laughs> it's time to get up okay <laughs> uh all right i find a cliff to jump off yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, at some point, the what's and the okays would just vanish, and it would just be the beats. That's about all he says. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's how it should have sounded. No. Um, uh, what? Uh, um, all right. Well, I think that uh, we're going to go out on a couple Thomas Wayne Pruitt songs. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can find the podcast at Uncle Buck's Podcast. Um, you can uh, find me at Uncle Buck's house. Uh, Thomas is uh, on social media. Just check him out on Facebook. Um, he's uh, playing around the area here while he still is around the area here. And uh, um, Nick, where can the people find you? What? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, in Oaks 5 on Facebook, in Oaks 55 on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, take care. Have a great week. And uh, go check out Thomas Wayne Pruitt's record, Just a Man, out on iTunes, y'all. Woo. All right. I'm gonna, you guys got a specific song. You, uh, well, that, you mentioned one at the beginning. You mentioned Indiana Man. I, I want to end with one specifically, but I'll do different one first well i think uh you said indiana man's not on the record um but i really want to hear that howling song what, what did we say that was called um breaking chains, breaking chains. uh yeah i i, I, I think, think i've I heard that one I yeah i i, I think we need to play breaking chains <laughs> all right let's do it here it goes I've been kicking back at these reins controlling me I've been pulling on all these chains trying to break free The whip cracking at my back, it hurts like hell and leaves a stain I swear one day I'll find Liberty Bell and let her ring Like
My granddad passed me down his old guitar And my old man taught me how to work real hard I've been playing one night stands with calloused hands and empty bars I pray one day I find the song that's ringing in my heart I'll be working when the sun comes up till the sun goes down Sipping that whiskey till the sun comes back around Back those old memories and ease this troubled mind. My younger years are loud and clear, how they left me far behind. Like, Kicking back at these reins, controlling me. I've been pulling on all these chains, trying to break free. fantastic <laughs> Thank you. I like wow god i love I like that, that song. haven't been to a concert in a while but that's a hard one to get yeah i'm I, yeah I usually a few songs in i'll be warmed up because yeah those first few howls i'm like i i sure realized hold that <laughs> yeah i i realized a couple notes in i'm like oh he seemed hesitant just because i forgot how high how like weird how like straining that pitch is and, and then i'm like oh my god i hope he doesn't hate me but no he fucking nailed it nailed it was it. great that was Absolutely. fantastic so you said you got one more that you wanted to end on? All right. This is a just a fun little song. Let's get high with it. <laughs> I feel like this would be my version of a Grateful Dead song. But with the crappy year we've had, I feel like we all could use a little sunshine in our life, so that's the name of this one. There you go. So, uh... This might be, uh... My new Florida theme song, maybe. Hey, there you go. It feels good to feel the sunshine Shining down on me Well I can always find a good friend Beneath the old shade tree And we'd be swaying to the rhythm Of the summertime breeze It feels good to feel the sunshine Shining down on me You, all my skies were gray, 
But that's the day I'll let you Chase them clouds away You brought the colors of the rainbow When I was black and white So now another day I can't go Without you by my side It feels good to feel the sunshine Shining down on me Well I can always find a good friend Beneath the old shade tree And we'd be swaying to the rhythm Of the summertime breeze It feels good to feel the sunshine Shining down on me Play well, okay Feels good to feel the sunshine shining down on me. Well, I can always find my best friend beneath the old shade tree, and we be swaying to the rhythm of the summertime breeze. It feels good to feel the sunshine shining down on me. It feels good to feel the old sunshine shining down on me. If that song does not piss me off next summer, I'm going to be so upset. That's such a good song, dude. I love, dude. That That's is fantastic. such a great summertime song, dude. What wow. reminded and, me of my wife. And like, I'm not just saying this because you know Thomas and I have been friends for ten years. But seriously, the guy writes radio quality songs. Every radio so- quality songs. Every, every single song. one of them. Every is song. radio quality. And I've said uh, that ever. It's it, ever like, since like, I've, seriously. I've heard you. And, 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 and it's and, just the ones I sing for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I, I okay. The the ones that make the cut to be played. That I, I I will say that not every song he writes, but all the ones that I hear anyway. Uh, but. Man, Thomas, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute joy. And, uh, you know, we wish you all the best on everything you do in the future. And uh, till next time, brother. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. It's been a blast. Absolutely, man. <laughs> thanks for coming on. No See problem. y'all people later. Bye. Ta-ta.